0: You're listening to a Monkasaba online radio podcast. It's the time of the evening uh, where we get into the segment uh, called Travel Express, uh, which is uh, the segment which our Ibrahim Iba, yeah, my Ibrahim Abadacha, he handles it with uh, a lot of prompt. He's a prompt there. Yeah, he flies us left, right, east, west, north, south, and he uh, rotates the globe not one time, two times, but Many times. Ibrahim Ba, salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening?
1: Wa wa rahmatullahi <laughs> wa barakatuh, Brother Shabbat. Thank you for that intro, as always, and for having me on your show. Thanks to the management of Marcus Sahaba and, of course, uh, our listeners. What would we be without them? Alhamdulillah I'm in good shape today and looking forward to the show thank you
0: absolutely ba you know we had uh, many dramas are uh, taking place in this country and uh, you know you still busy as a bee i mean you've been to brussels you, you had your rest day i mean you had a, a rest if i could call it because you're traveling all the time uh, but uh, being back to uh, south africa and feeling the vibe and getting into your uh, into your blood again the oxygen that you're taking from uh, durban uh, how's the feeling ba
1: well, look, it's always too good to come back home. That's the idea of a holiday. You know, you go away so that you can say you're coming back home. It's always a good feeling, yeah, and uh, good to be back, uh, you know, in the swing of things. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the madness persists and uh, seems to be getting worse. There was a big uh, uh, meeting held by the MEC this afternoon that I had to attend uh, in so far as... Uh, combating crime. But uh, a lot remains to be seen, uh, how much of action and how much of uh, resources are put into whatever is discussed. And uh, hopefully, I remain hopeful, as always, that uh, there would be some improvement, uh, you know, in the medium to long term. And of course, the main issue that I was concerned about was the internal uh, corruption among members of law enforcement across the board that, uh, A, was uh, giving law enforcement per se a bad name all around, and so they deserve it for the man in which they're conducting themselves, those who are guilty, of course. But uh, unfortunately, everyone in the force gets tarred and feathered with the same brush, you know. So, uh, yeah, let's see what comes of it, but
0: You know, when you talk about criminality, and I I don't know if I'm harping over the same uh, story, but uh, you find that the Chinese mall, you know, that uh, at the entrance of when you get down from the freeway on the Mm right-hand side, Mm -hmm. I mean, it has been burnt and it has to be demolished. I think uh, uh, the Chinese uh, or the cartel that has bought the trace-off is passing the buck onto the uh, municipality. I think it's going to cost you $28 or something in that Mm -hmm. region to bring the whole building down. And uh, you know to cut it away and so forth, and uh, then uh, you have the uh, criminality elements as you st- uh, spoke about. You know, in Turban, we only hear about uh, perhaps the people from the subcontinent. Uh, you'll hear about Nigerians and uh, this syndicate, but you never hear of uh, a Chinese mafia in in, <laughs> in, in, in in this part of the uh, world. I mean, even when there's a newspaper headlines, you'll find that it was either a Nigerian or it was a you know someone from the subcontinent or a Bangladeshi. Uh, cartel, or you know, uh, sometimes Ethiopian and so forth, but you'll never hear the Chinese, uh, you know, coming into the fore for criminality. And you know, in the Durban Harbour, these large, huge containers that are coming through, uh, most of them allegedly are labelled in in in, ta- in Chinese brands, but the name is never mentioned mentioned in the press and uh, nor the, with the law enforcement. Why is this something that they have, uh, you know, uh, hold off?
1: Yeah, well, I dare say these are smooth operators by and don't think that because they don't get mentioned they are not here. They are very much here and very, very active. And uh, like I said, smart ones. huh? So that is why they stay out of the limelight. You know, they like the devil. You don't see them coming. They just do their thing and they carry on because uh, uh, there is rumor that uh, there is uh, one Chinese gentleman that controls just about everything that happens with the containers and things like that. And containers can be seen to be leaving the place without any proper documentation to God alone knows where and uh, apparently uh, if you want uh, your goods to come out quickly uh, you just pay the fee and uh, it doesn't get uh, stopped it doesn't get checked and uh, you just factor that cost into your cost of sales ultimately otherwise if you... uh, You know, if you are one that is marked and they'll pull your container aside, even for the heck of it, delay everything, unpack and pack, charge you for that, charge you damage and storage and everything. And by the time you eventually get your goods, you are way out priced and you cannot compete in the market. So there's lots of shenanigans going on. Not to say they're only active in that. It's it's just about everything that's across the board, smuggling people, smuggling drugs, whatever. It all goes on. It's just that they have this knack of staying out of the limelight.
0: It seems as if, you know, in uh, these uh, modern times, in inverted commas, uh, the criminality or the criminals are given uh, diplomatic immunity. Even the diplomats have you know of many stories how they walk through airports without mm-hmm. being searched. Uh, we find a certain group, you know, that country that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. uh, that they land the plane anywhere with impunity uh, they may be smuggling all those drugs in and all those uh, false flag operation mm. that starts right under your nose, and yeah. uh, you know nobody knows who did that, but they'll uh, make up stories like uh, Al Qaeda, ISIS, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and uh, all those. I yeah. mean, Naba, you know, it's farcical, and uh, it's quite amazing that there are people that that are in you know in our own communities that will believe uh, uh, these types of. Uh, Fables, uh, Ibrahimba, or yeah. you know these types of uh, myths and fairy tales. stories.
1: Yeah, fairy tales. Yeah, well, this is this is unfortunately the rank and file of uh, the human being. Given the manner in which they conduct themselves in life, you know they'll go to work, they'll uh, take care of the house, rear the children, and uh, watch the TV or. If it's anyone else, go to soccer, rugby, go to the pub and things like that. So it's very easy to control them because they are not the ones that are given to critical thinking, you know, uh, living very much a sort of animal existence, you know, where you just uh, eat and uh, sleep and things like that. do basic things as and when the, the uh, whim suits you. So, uh, yeah, that will always be there. And uh, it is... Uh, up to the people that are a little bit more aware of the reality of life and what uh, happens behind the scenes and who controls what, to try and uplift them and educate them that, hey, listen, this world isn't the way it is by accident. It is made to go the way it is where it's a question of dog eat dog. Everyone wants to kill each other, steal this, take that. It's not theirs. And uh, this unfortunately is the situation, and by the way, there are strong rumors, uh, like I mentioned previously, that uh, the Americans and uh, other Western powers are already together with the World Health Organization, the WEF, right, the World Economic Forum, and the usual suspects are looking to reintroduce uh, another strain of COVID sometime in late September, October. So... Don't say I didn't tell you. It's a rumor at this stage, a strong rumor, though, and uh, it's going to happen one way or the other. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot lot of things afoot, uh, you know, that uh, the ordinary uh, man in the street is too busy eking out a living in an existence to keep a roof over his head and keep his family fed and clothed, that there's precious little time to look at anything else. And you are talking about diplomatic immunity. What comes in those diplomatic bags, Allah only knows, right? Because nobody searches them. They cannot search them. So anything and everything can come and go, and you'll be none the wiser, basically.
0: Who makes that law
1: that you can't check the bags
0: out? Who makes it? The crooks, the crooks in tuxedos, that's who. Yeah, the devil himself. These are the disciples of the devil people. Uh-huh. Well, Ibrahima, uh, we talk about the sewers Canal now look at Panama Canal I know yeah. when we we're doing geography at school. they yeah. talk about these things They had to dredge them and do this and that while well, we see that uh, drought hit Panama Canal to restrict access uh, for one year What's mm. happening at in the Panama Canal, Ibrahima?
1: Yeah, when I first look, looked into this topic uh, by I was trying to get my head around what? Has a canal got to do with rain or drought or anything of the sort? And it's only when I delved uh, deeper that I uh, found out what it was. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, that area is suffering from a severe drought. And uh, the authorities that control the Panama Canal, uh, by the way, there's a woman, a woman that's very, very good at what she does that is in charge of operating that canal, huh? would you believe? And... uh, they will continue. Panama Canal will continue to enforce uh, passage uh, restrictions uh, for at least a year, and that is, of course, going to cause traffic, uh, maritime traffic congestion, and uh, there's going to be a growing number of uh, vessels that are queuing out there to try and tra- traverse this vital uh, waterway that connects the Atlantic and Pacific oceans. It's a key, key canal. I cannot sort of stress. Uh, you know, the importance in it, and uh, why they need water. This is where the crunch comes in, fresh water, that is. The canal itself, the system that operates the locks, you know, to raise the ship and uh, sort of get it across from one end to the other, right? Uh, They act as water elevators to raise and uh, lower the ships as they come and go through the various locks. And uh, the lack of rainwater has led to this unprecedented move. That means it hasn't happened in history before. And uh, unless substantial rainfall occurs in the next three months, the limitation will be extended for a whole year. And uh, they're giving fair notice to all the clients that uh, use that waterway to beware of this dilemma. And uh, it uh, spans a critical 50 miles of the Isthmus of Panama, that waterway does, and uh, serve major clients from uh, the U.S., of A., China, and Japan. You know, it's a quick uh, dash through the canal and you out from one ocean to the other, and uh, just a 50-mile uh, sort of sailing trip. And currently, around 130 ships are waiting to enter compared to the usual 90, right? So there's like 40 additional that are in the queue, though and uh the waiting times have increased from a typical 3 to 5 days to twice as much to 11 days and uh the daily crossing has decreased from 40 to 32 just to conserve water right uh, and uh, coming to the issue here itself right uh, they've restricted also the passage of ships to the minimum maximum draft of 13.11 uh, meters, that's how deep in the water your ship sits, right? And uh, this draft restriction aims to control the use of fresh water. Would you believe, uh, bah, that you need around 200 million liters to get this one ship across from one end to the other, just to navigate those locks before it gets discharged into the sea? Obviously, when the lock gates open to let the ship out of the other end, that water is gone. And uh, these measures that they are taking just to conserve water, right? uh, It's going to drop their earnings from the canal itself by as much as two hundred million rands that uh, you know they earn every year. So that's a huge whack they're going to take. And uh, they are hopeful, the officials, that uh, rain comes soon and uh, you know alleviates the problem. But till uh, so then the canal's reduced capacity and of course the uh, traffic backlog and the reduced numbers that's going through the canals is definitely going to negatively impact uh, go, uh, the environment firstly, and of course global trade and commerce. So that's what's happening there with the fact that uh, Allah's holding the rain from coming. A stark reminder, Ibrahim, that the things the we don't realize that, you know. We don't realize, we take everything for granted. That's our problem as human beings. Yeah, absolutely,
0: people. The things of the world or things in this world proceeds by divine decree and not by your administration Mm -hmm. or my administration or Uncle Sam's administration or Rick's (laughs) administration. You just get that brick out of your head and (laughs) get to the reality. But, you know, people have faith in different things and so forth and all these things coming through Ibrahim Bar. But then uh, you talk about, uh, you know, Uh, many other things that take uh, place but you know in this world of uh, uh, test in the world of dunya priority uh, priority escapes Uh, flights of fantasy avoid falling victim to a travel swindle and today people are getting swindled left right and center with your your municipal rates your uh, municipal bills and your uh, I mean, name it. Everywhere uh, there's a it swindler it, waiting you,
1: Name it is it, there, yeah. All right, coming back to this uh, topic of uh, flights of fantasy. And uh, I'm sure most of your uh, listeners out there and, by you will recall that uh, last year we had the drama with Hello Darlings, that scandal where they uh, did people down for up to 200 million or something. Uh, but uh, this is another agency today. It's called Priority Escape. Looks like he's collected all the money and escaped with it. But uh, yeah, the business has abruptly shut down, leaving customers standard and feeling cheated. And so they should, cause their money's gone. And uh, with international travel on the rise, uh, experts had predicted a 30% increase in tourists to South Africa, uh, attracting fraudsters, seeking to exploit the influx of visitors. But that's an aside, it's coming back to this, you know, and unfortunately, and I'm gonna be brave enough to say it, If it's someone that is not uh, of European origin that uh, has a scam like this, then they hush-hush everything up and you don't hear too much of it. It'll just maybe appear once or twice and uh, gone into a memory hole. But if it's anyone else, oh my God, they'll splash it all over the pages and the news and the social media for months on end. Anyway, coming back to the topic, uh, ASATA, which is the Association of South African uh, Travel Agents, has issued a warning to customers uh, or consumers, rather, urging them to engage with accredited travel agencies to ensure recourse. Well, uh, Asata doesn't have any regulatory authority; it uh, merely, uh, you know, vets members to ensure there's a better accountability, transparency, and there's a a good track record that they can, you know, set store by. And uh, of course, travel generally is an unregulated uh, sector and uh, barriers to entry are very low. So every Tom, Dick and Harry wants to pull a job somewhere or hit a scam quickly, they can get in and get out as, uh, you know, as they please. And uh, of course, uh, apart from stating that they should work with uh, with regular, reliable ASATA sort of accredited uh, agents, uh, there's not much that they have to say. Uh, TransUnion, of course, you know, these people that keep uh, check on uh, scams and uh, finance and also the fraud attempts and things like that, they recorded a global surge of 156% in digital fraud attempts in the travel and leisure industry, and that was way back in 21. We are now up to 23, so it must have increased. And that basically just uh, tells you how vulnerable the sector is, Bob. And... uh, this company, Priority Escapes, much like Hello, Darlings in, uh, in the past, has been accused of defrauding numerous clients. Basically, the uh, we also questioned that because they were offering holidays to the Maldives and elsewhere at prices that uh, even if you sort of uh, work backwards, you couldn't sort of uh, realize. And that was exclusive deals, uh, including flights, accommodation and whatnot. And uh, of course, by August, uh, customers started experiencing problems and the director, one front, client of the, of the company collapsed, leaving them in the lurch, of course. And uh, whilst he had had some positive social media attention and celebrity endorsement that can be bought and paid for, uh, he allegedly uh, misled the clients with non-existent flights and holidays. And uh, like I said, uh, at unrealistically low prices, you can't uh, make it happen. Someone's going to pay. And uh, believe me, the public that trusted him, they paid very dearly. And I don't think they're going to get any money back uh, seriously. And uh, the moral of the story is basically if it's too good to be true, chances are it is most times. So uh, you've got to be very careful if you are booking with any particular travel agency. Look at their track record, uh, look up their history, go to their website, see what it is like, and look at the uh, reviews online and things like that, and uh, ask around with people that have uh, traveled, you know, as to, you know, what it is, check with another agency if they can match or better that price. If they can't, then you've got to be careful. And uh, short of uh, reporting the cases to the police, which very little comes off, that's about the sum total. Your money's gone, bar.
0: You know, but I like what you said, uh, look around, shop around, but uh, ask the question, if it's too good to be true, it then is. it's too, uh, yeah, it is too good to be true. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you should ask, I mean, how many times did you have uh, people coming and telling you "But you know, Mr. Ibrahim, Abadacha, uh, but the same package deal, I can get it half the price. And then you say, all right, go for it, because in the back of your mind, you know. That's a scam, or do you tell uh, them? Go. I
1: have a standard answer for them. If they said, no, your price is, uh, you know, the other person give me a lower price. I said, yeah, well, I know what I'm selling you. I've got 43 years plus experience, and the thing is, at the end of the day, I have clients who are willing to pay more. That's it.
0: That, you, uh, you know, you can't pull one past Bar because he stood the test of time, and he comes on a public platform where so many people are listening to him. So you are assured there's a man tried and tested. Now, Ibrahim ba you know, these fraudsters, these uh, scamsters, uh, they go for a big kill, isn't it? They go for a big time, one time or two time yeah. uh, scam. And uh, they're all running to, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Dubai. Because that's where everyone goes, yeah. Dubai, to Dubai. And But yeah. they had, had
1: have, have done someone down, uh, Ibrahim ba yeah, well, that's a bo- bo- bolt hole for anyone from uh, ex-presidents to uh, governmental people that have pulled a job and just about every any other sort of, uh, you know, mischief maker that you can find. And it it seems like a haven to them. So, uh, yeah, they, they're making the most of it and uh, enjoying the the fruits of the ill-begotten gain. So, uh, but look, uh, bah, you know, like we said earlier on, there's Allah there that sees everything, nothing, not even a leaf falls down on the darkest of nights that he doesn't know about. So let them uh, rejoice for now. Ultimately, they'll pay the price. Make no mistake. For those that have been hard done by that money, however you got it and you invested it into that, it was there to give you that experience and uh, serve as a lesson, right? Not to be so trusting and be more circumspect about uh, how. So uh, that that's the way I see it I, I mean, I've been on life and time But uh, what's not meant, not meant for you won't stay with you, you know And uh, I think we should uh, be uh, mindful of that And uh, what Allah intends for us nobody will ever be able to take it away
0: Bah, you know, what Allah wills for us, and no one can take away, and uh, what He doesn't will for us, we won't, yeah. We yeah won't you get won't it.
1: get Try as you may, you'll never yeah,
0: get it. Definitely. And uh, then, uh, you know, from uh, the question, you know, when you're flying and the, the turbulence and uh, from uh, why your ears pop to what is turbulence, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, you, Ibrahim Bah, so many years mm-hmm. in the field, you've got some answers for us.
1: Yeah, courtesy of Qatar Airways, uh, they crew uh, interviewed recently just to find out what are the uh, questions they get asked most frequently by passengers, some who have traveled frequently, others who have uh, uh, traveled for the first time and things like that. And uh, interesting, it makes interesting uh, sort of news as such. And uh, of course, uh, aircraft design and the technicalities of flying and all that sort of thing uh, it it holds many mysteries, uh, and uh, questions that are otherwise uh, seemingly innocent or simple will have most times a valid uh, and a meaningful uh, reason and an answer. Like, uh, let's run very quickly through the uh, various questions. You know, you get these little wing winglets that turn up at the end of the uh, wings of the aircraft, basically extensions at the end of the wing. It might seem insignificant, but they play a vital role in reducing drag, boosting the efficiency of the wing, and minimizing wake turbulence, meaning the airflow over the wing at the edge that uh, could impact uh, following aircraft if there is one anywhere close. But uh, more, it is there to give you a smoother ride, of course, and uh, try and uh, improve the fuel efficiency. And uh, if you look at it uh, in hindsight and you think about it, if you look at the wings, look at an eagle when it's uh, gliding. I'm not talking about flapping when it's just riding these uh, thermals out there. And you'll see towards the end of the wing, that wing tip is a little bit turned upwards and backwards. Now, These engineers and designers, they're very smart. They look at nature first. And this is why they found that by putting that little wing, winglet at the end of the day, it has reduced drag. It made the airflow cleaner and things like that. So that is the one thing. Now, again, uh, the language barriers are skillfully overcome by pilots and traffic controllers who communicate in a shared language. And of course, that language is English. So if you don't know English, uh, <laughs> you will be hard done, to, done by to find a job gotta the pilots have got to learn and know how to speak uh, English fluently and uh, they asked why aircraft get pushed back uh, from the parking base because uh, it's very simple aircraft don't have a reverse gear even though they do deploy reverse thrust on landing some of them uh, to slow them down sooner in a shorter distance the thing is there is no reverse gear in there. An aircraft, So that is why you get that uh, guy that hooks you up to the front wheel and pushes you out and then you're on the uh, tarmac and you can uh, work your way to the runway. Uh, the main issue again is turbulence, right? It's often a concern for passengers. I know people that uh, travel for the first time and if uh, you are sitting next to them, then you can see how uneasy they are. I will always recall a flight we took years ago over the Himalayas in a thirty-seater. But if I tell you we are losing altitude due to the uh, thermals and the and the currents, uh, the wind currents up there, we are losing altitude like anything from between fifty and hundred me hundred meters at a time. And everyone, that, just about everyone that had eaten a meal, yeah. was throwing up and getting sick all over the place. That's how uh, bad it can get. And uh, it could cause even worse problems uh, if wind shear is is uh, high that could, uh, you know, test the uh, uh, technical and the other stability of the aircraft. You know, it suffers from metal fatigue and things like that. So it's important that uh, uh, aircraft are able to withstand those uh, pressures generated by the turbulence. Of course, the pilots also have weather radar and things like that and updates from uh, air traffic control to to sort of skirt the uh, areas where they have turbulences or thunderstorms and things like that. That's why sometimes you find that your flight just takes a little longer because of the uh, pilot being smart enough to ensure the comfort and safety of uh, all uh, on board and, of course, the uh, equipment itself. And uh, why are the cabin lights dimmed during takeoffs and landings? Right, uh, this helps the passengers' eyes to adjust more easily when transitioning between the aircraft's interior and exterior light conditions. And additionally, uh, regulations stipulate that window blinds must be open during these critical flight phases. And of course. Uh, Safety is always of paramount importance, keeping your seats upright during takeoff and landings. That just should ensure that everything is locked in place properly and that uh, if there's going to be an uh, emergency evacuation that no one seats recline and people can get in and out easily. Also, the latest technology uh, assists pilots to land the plane automatically, especially in uh, heavy fog or rain and poor visibility conditions. However, Most landings are done manually to maintain pilot skill levels. You know, sometimes it's almost like a feather touch. You know, some guys are so good, the pilots, they bring it down that you don't even feel it. I flew uh, when Joe worked Durban the other day, and we came down with a resounding thud, I must tell you. So I joked to my daughter, Mm and said, I don't think we landed. Perhaps we were shot down. (laughs) (laughs) Naughty guy, you. (laughs) Uh, and the uh, class of the uh, the of the uh pilot is there to see for all and the ear popping sensation that you talked about is due to the uh, pressurization of the aircraft uh, cabin because uh you might not believe it but uh, the cabin air gets changed uh quite frequently uh during your journey and uh, it's uh something that worries the little ones the infants and all you'll always hear them. Uh, you know crying with pain because it affects the inner ear as well the eardrums and all that uh especially during uh, ascent and, and and descent and uh you can you know like uh, close your nose hold your nose tight and just blow gently to let it pop back out but uh, we can do it uh, infants don't know that or not capable of doing it so that is why they tend to uh, you know suffer more than anyone else and uh, lastly, crews check in. They got to go in a bit earlier, sometimes as much as 40 minutes to make sure that all systems are go before they can even start boarding. And uh, it just underscores uh, their commitment to passenger safety and flight uh, preparedness. Bar. So, uh, And uh, notwithstanding whatever the odd crash or something might bring from time to time, air travel is still the safest and the quickest mode of travel on Earth. Well,
0: you know, generally, uh, if you're sitting in the middle somewhere and you're disembarking, mm. and when you're walking, uh, you know, out to the front, and generally you get a glimpse of the pilot, you know, who the pilot is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, sometimes uh, they look at you, give you a smile. Uh, that, mm. uh, that's a top flight, you know, and they get very happy and they comes ah, yeah.
1: thumbs up. Well, uh, there are lots of instances where, people, depending on the destination that you're flying in, the people actually give them a resounding round of applause, you know, when they when they land the aircraft. So. Uh, I guess they appreciate the fact that they've come back to Earth safely.
0: You know, I'll, I'll share a story with you. It was, I think, mm-hmm. in 2005 when I won this uh, awards on uh, World yeah, Space. Yeah. I was given four awards. So I was flying back from Joburg uh, to Durban. And that was the old uh, Durban airport. You remember where mm-hmm. I lived, uh, three yeah. minutes away. And whilst I was traveling and the pilot got out and, you know, he checked this huge pyramid sitting with me, you know, next to me. And he looked at me, looking, what's this for? And I explained to him, you know what he did, Bah? Mm. He went to the PA and he says, we have an award-winning presenter on board. And oh, hey, oh, nice. the whole attention came. Oh. <laughs> you know, like I was <laughs> amazed, like, and all got up and there was an ovation and this and that. Nice. I, I already thanked him. I said, hey, the first time you made me blush, you know, you should mm-hmm. meet me. <laughs> Oh, he says no, we don't get a uh, someone Every winning awards, exactly. on the plane. But uh, it was uh, some uh, moment to remember. And as uh, you know, if you're, uh, you're flying and the pilot does a good job, you have to applaud him. And I'm very critical of how the plane takes off and how it lands. Uh, bah. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it and, and you say, your captain uh, this afternoon happened to be yeah, Captain yeah. Swanepoel. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and then you anyway, leave it at that bar. <laughs> I mean, look at the time bar. We, we, we overshot the runway hey 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 i can't believe it yeah. and when and i you know when you when when you're on flight it's absolutely brilliant perhaps your parting words are this evening but
1: yeah we're talking about uh teachers and stuff like that religious and otherwise uh, i came across this piece and i found it quite amusing actually it says there are more fake gurus and false teachers in this world than the number of stars in the visible universe wow don't confuse don't confuse power-driven, self-centered people with true mentors. A genuine spiritual master will not direct your attention to himself or herself and will not expect absolute obedience or utter admiration from you. Instead, he or she will help you to appreciate and admire your inner self. True mentors are as good as transparent as glass because they let the light of God pass through them.
0: You know, Ba, it reminds me of an, another anecdote. It says that uh, you will not know truth by men. Man. You will not know truth by men. Mm. Rather, know the truth, and then you will know the men <laughs> that are truthful. So, so Ba, on that uh, truthful note, uh, you know what? You have a beautiful, lovely evening ahead. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And Allah keep you. Allah bless you now and forever. Asalaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaikum salam, wa barakatuhu to you, Brother Shafat, firstly, and our listeners and uh, management, of course, of Marqa for giving us this platform and the opportunity. I appreciate
0: that. khair, Ibrahim ba and also a big uh, thank you to Tobela for doing a great engineering this evening. Keep it locked on to Marqa Sahaba for beautiful programming. From the team and I, till we meet you again, uh, we bid you, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.